All right, welcome everybody. Um, we're back for another episode and I have an amazing guest with me today. I have Clava from Clava Z <laughs> Makeup Artistry and Education. She's a wonderful, wonderful person and we actually met um, in 2017 at a styled shoot when she had her little baby just strapped to her back, doing some amazing makeup on a model. <laughs> and I knew from then that we were always going to be friends because that was something that I did as well when I you know, was in my business. And so um, I just have so much respect <laughs> for you. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I'll let her introduce herself and um, tell us a little bit more about the things Clava. Path to Business, the podcast. I'm your host, Bethany Barrett, self-made, six-figure business owner, photographer, mother of three, who's not afraid of hard work. True connection is a superpower that we can all achieve, and sharing your story the way you want to is extremely powerful. I want to celebrate each journey in business as no story is quite the same. Knowing how we got started is so important for growth, especially when we are working so hard within our business. We understand and appreciate the sacrifices and decisions that have led us to where we are today. You've already crushed so many goals and by sharing how you did it, both you and others can continue to achieve all your biggest dreams. Empowering ourselves and others will give you the permission you are seeking that you never needed in the first place to get all you strive for and more. This is your path to business. Oh, the famous Clava. I don't know about the famous, but this is such a great reference to how we met. Oh man, it's uh, it's great to, it, like we were talking about before, it's, it's just so funny to think about that we actually did those things and uh, we pushed through it with, with the little ones and still did our business and still managed to to survive and do well. Anyway, so yes, so like you said, uh, I'm the, the lead artist for my company, Clava Z Beauty, uh, which we focus on wedding uh, makeup and education as well. I'm passionate about those, both of those areas uh, in makeup. And um, I'm also a mother, mother of two lovely daughters, uh, six and two and a half, and uh, also a wife, of course, and an eternal optimist, <laughs> and also a very... Um, serious about my yoga and eco anything like conscious beauty eco lifestyle that's kind of my jam yeah and I mean I do love when you educate people I feel like I learn a lot from um, all of the little stories that you do about makeup and uh, I absolutely love it I'm definitely not a pro when it comes to makeup I try very hard but um, I do actually try and pick more like vegan uh, eco-friendly oh, yeah. options when I do buy because I do find that I have sensitive skin and I do break out so um, you know I, I don't know if they're the best on the market, but they work for me. And um, so I think you've definitely influenced me in that regard because oh, before, so... yeah, before I never, ever used um, eco-friendly stuff. I just thought, you know, I had to use like the best products out there. It didn't matter mm -hmm. what they were, mm. um, but you've definitely influenced me. So. <laughs> oh, that's so good to hear that somebody does pay attention to the things I put out there in the universe, <laughs> all the Instagram work and all the stories. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Especially for somebody with sensitive skin, you would find that products that are made from natural ingredients, they work for you much better than the chemical base that might irritate your skin even more. Yeah. So especially like, you know, you, you don't know now because I'm wearing makeup, but for the first Beautiful time time. in a little while. <laughs> um, but, you know, I find that uh, I always suffered with acne and, you know, just rosy, a little bit of rosacea and dry skin and things like that. And I've been able to kind of steer 
oh, into products that, that work well for me. So, and I don't suffer from that as much. And I think that it was makeup that really was making a difference. So mm-hmm. um, I really appreciate you taking that. Oh, that's awesome. Well, yeah. we should talk a little bit more and I'll give you, I can give you all a personal consultation. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> um, so I really want to get to know you. That's why you're here. And um, so I really want to kind of find out, you know, before, Clava Z. <laughs> Sorry, we chatted a little bit before this about Z versus Z, and I always say Z, and she says Z, so that's why we're laughing. But um, you know, before your business, um, you know, what did you do? Where did you come from? So I'm. Uh, I'm sure you can hear my accent. I'm originally from Russia, and uh, I grew up there. And I finished law school and uh, back home in Russia. And then I knew that I. I wasn't going to stay in Russia because when I was um, a teenager, I got to go to the States and had an exchange program uh, in Seattle. So anyway, I saw a completely different lifestyle and I was like, wow, like we had it. We definitely didn't have it as good, uh, especially post-communist you know, regime. <clears throat> so um, I came to Canada and uh, kind of tried a little bit of everything. I wasn't sure what I wanted to do, but I knew probably not law because though I really enjoyed studying law, I didn't see myself as working as a lawyer. Um, and, I was, and I had ideas of like traveling, something that had to do with traveling because I wanted to communicate with people. And I always, whatever my job was, I thought it has to be transferable to any country. So I can go pick up and just do it anywhere because I always love traveling. And so anyway, so, so I worked a little bit like in hotels and I actually worked at Little Lemon because I moved first to Victoria, BC. They started from there. And then I went to UVic and I took a few different classes just trying to figure out, okay, what's going to be my direction? And it's so random. I took this aptitude test at the student counseling services. And it was one of those like Mayor Briggs or something. I can't remember the name, but it's like very involved. And, uh, and one of the top suggestions was commercial artist. And the second was uh, a lawyer. I was like, well, at least I got that right. But then I was like, what's commercial artist? I was like, interior decorator, makeup artist. I was like, hold on. I can do makeup and get paid for it? Because I always loved doing it. But I never thought of it as even a possibility, like as a career. Also, probably because coming again from Russia, um, we didn't really have like big makeup stores with makeup artists offering services or anything like that. The only makeup artists were like working on TV and that's it. So yeah, so I thought, but I always loved playing with makeup. I did makeup for my friends. I, I would create this like beauty books, like ripping out pages from magazines and stuff like that for myself. So I was always into it, but yeah, never thought about it. So then when that idea came to my head through this, uh, through this uh, test that I took, I was like, okay, so what, uh, what are my options? And going had, I could go to a school, but it was so expensive. It was like one year makeup artists were so expensive. And I already just like moved to Canada, didn't really have much money. Yeah. So I was like, okay, what's, and then I researched a little bit more. And I realized that working for like a good busy counter, makeup counter would be my best bet. So I applied at Mac. And I was really lucky because Mac, I mean, Mac is very artistry driven and they are, you know, they focus not just on sales. It is all about like the knowledge and the skills of the, of the makeup artists. Yeah. So I applied there and I was very lucky they were opening a new store in Victoria and I got hired. I don't know if I would have been hired otherwise because it's really hard to get a job at Mac, especially with no experience. Like I didn't have an experience. And my manager told me later, like a year later, she said, you know, you were the least experienced person I've ever hired, but you were so enthusiastic about makeup that I just went for it. And she's like, and I never regretted it because I, 
Yeah, I progressed really like I, I progressed really quickly and I learned and trained and uh, like within the first year, I think I was nominated for one of the fastest growing makeup artists in, uh, in like in our area, in our region. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I really enjoyed my, my like working with Mac. And then I thought maybe because I also enjoyed educating, I was kind of considering going to, to, be a, uh, to become a trainer for Mac. And those are again, very hard positions to, to get to. So I was doing this like succession training for for a, uh, for a trainer. And then we, uh, my, uh, my now husband and then boyfriend, <laughs> we decided that we wanted to explore a little bit and we would go to France and live there for a bit. So, so then I, I stopped working at Mac. We went to France and there, um, I decided, you know, maybe I'll start to work a little bit on my freelance cause I had time while, cause we weren't working. We were kind of just bumming around Nice, which was beautiful. Oh my God. I love, I, I love South of France. It's just gorgeous. And we were so lucky to have that experience. We were there for about eight months. Wow. Yeah. I started building my, like my website, working a little bit on that. And then we had a wedding there too, because we thought it was such a beautiful romantic place. So that's, that's the place to do it. And about two days after a wedding, I realized that I'm pregnant. I was like, oh my God. So I started freaking out. I was like, we have to go back. We have to go back so I can start. Uh, we, can, we need to make money because we've just been spending money. Yeah. So we went back and I worked for um, uh, Armani Cosmetics at Holt Through and then for Burberry. And then when I was on mat leave with my first one, who is now six, that's when I decided, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try freelance. Like I really enjoy kind of having the freedom of doing my own thing when I was in France. And I thought I'm tired of making money for other people, for other companies. Mm -hmm. So I'd rather, you know, try to do something on my own. And that's how I went into like starting my own business. Wow. That's so cool. And you, <laughs> I mean, I see that you travel a lot. I mean, you don't post a lot when you travel, which you should more because I want to live through your stories. <laughs> um, but, you know, I know you still have the travel bug now, right? You do spend some time abroad. I think you just got back, right? Definitely. Yeah. The that's travel, the travel bug definitely bites me a few times a year, but uh, we try to get away for long periods of time too. Like uh, every, and like right now I'm trying to establish it as our tradition, let's say it, a winter getaway for a month. I'm pushing to, for it to be even two months or even more later in life. We'll see how it works out. But right now, yeah, we're going for a month away. Uh, so this year it was Mexico. We came back literally two days before the COVID lockdown happened. <laughs> we're lucky to. Yeah, we're lucky. <laughs> uh, and then last year we went to Costa Rica, and before that it was Cuba. So yeah, it was great. It was really great. And yeah, traveling was always definitely a big passion of mine. Like I lived in China for for almost a year. I oh. spent many months traveling in Thailand, uh, kind of like sporadically here and there. And of course, when we lived in France too, we traveled a lot because it's so easy in Europe, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. So you've traveled a lot. I didn't, I had no idea that you traveled <laughs> this much. So I just thought you were like one of those unicorn people who could like figure it out and go down South, um, you know, like once a year or something, but to hear that you've lived in all these different countries, that's amazing. Um, I think that's, uh, that's the dream, right? Like that's, that's kind of, it's kind of nice because you built your business around being able to do that, which I think mm -hmm. is pretty awesome. Um, so, so basically, you on a whim from a from a like a questionnaire figured out okay you need to be creative this is your calling either a lawyer or creative which I feel like I is 
kind of crazy. So, so crazy. So different. Um, and a uh, funny story. I actually wanted to be a lawyer growing up. So oh, really? kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I told everyone I was going to be a lawyer. So, um, was it because of the movie client? Cause that was my inspiration. I don't know if you remember, have you seen this movie yeah. client? No. Oh, that, that's that the movie that inspired me. Jodie Foster plays in it and okay. she's like defending the rights of this little boy. And I was like, yes, that's what I want to do. Protect the people. <laughs> I think it's because my parents kept telling me I'd be a good lawyer because I argue so much. So. Oh, I see. I see. Yes, there's so, that. <laughs> like, yeah, you'd be a good lawyer. You can argue, you know, like, like, like ice to an Eskimo kind of thing, you know? So, um, I just, yeah, I just, uh, was always into that. So, um, but yeah, so before, you know, before all that, so then you started freelancing, um, mm -hmm. while you were in France, you said you started freelancing a little bit then or? Yeah, I did a little bit there. It was a little bit tricky because I mean, I could work cause we were on this like youth visa. Um, uh, so I could work a little bit there. Um, and you know what I almost had, ah, oh, I still want to think about it. I had a chance to work at Cannes Festival, Cannes Film Festival, because okay. it happens in May in Cannes well, every year, as we all know. Anyway, so I've, uh, um, this like big fancy hotel, I've applied there and I was going to be one of the makeup artists providing services to a lot of like big celebrities. And I couldn't just because I didn't have the like working insurance there. And for working insurance, I had to register my business in France. Like it's, it was such like, um, uh, a bureaucratic, you know, uh, problem. So, was, so that didn't work out, but I still had a few really interesting gigs when I was there. Like I did a few weddings in Nice. I did a few weddings in Monaco. Uh, and that was really, yeah, I did this wedding at Monaco where, uh, it was actually coincidentally a Russian couple that was getting married. Like it had nothing to do. Like they didn't hire me because I was Russian and them and the, um, uh, the bride flew in her own makeup artist from Moscow. So I was doing the makeup for the bridal party for the mothers of the groom of the bride. And they had this like huge apartment in Monaco and in Monaco, the, the retail, you know, it's all oh, the retail, they, um, the prices for the for, for the housing is crazy and they have this like apartment that you can drive through with a view of the uh, you know the ocean like right downtown anyway so I did the makeup and then they also hired me and the hairstylist to provide touch-up services for the guest during the ceremony and the reception so they had a team it was like various like high you know wow. VIP definitely <laughs> like the, the bride had a few uh, couture gowns changes. She had like this fur coat to get into. It was too hot for it in, in Monaco. Like what's going on? Wow. But you know, they were just obviously pulling all, you know, yeah. pulling all flashing out, so. it all. It, yeah, exactly. It all. Flashing it all. So yeah, there was a few different interesting, um, weddings I did there and I did get to meet a few celebrities but not through my makeup unfortunately <laughs> Aww. No, Aww. so there. so that kind of the freelance is really what got you to start mm -hmm. wow so then yes how definitely you, how did you get to Ottawa like how did I'm curious or how did mm -hmm. you bounce around so you're pregnant and then what so I'm pregnant and so my husband he is from Ottawa he's Ottawa boy he's he grew up here his family is here everybody so when we um yeah when I got pregnant I was like okay we have to go back to Canada to make money and we knew that we could at least when we first came back we could stay with his parents to go and get our bearings because we literally we spent like most of our money yeah and also we had a wedding in France too we're not like the most financial savvy in terms of planning ahead anyway at least we weren't we're trying to do better now 
Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, well, let's go back to Ottawa because um, we can be with your parents. You have lots of connections there. And also the most important thing, his family is there so we could get that support for our child. Yeah. You know, because you, as, as you know, I don't know if you, are your parents here or your, or your husband's uh, parents here? Yeah. Like my, um, my mom is like an hour away. So, and my dad, okay. my dad lived with us for two years when my first son was born too. So I did okay. have some support, but not the same. I think as having like, you know, moms and stuff. Like no, that. no, not the same. And we, we are very lucky in that way. Like my, uh, so his parents are here and then my mom started to come from Russia and stay with us for like a few months at a time to help out as well when I had mm-hmm. my first one. And right now my mom is living with us. So it's, it's actually quite amazing to have that. Yeah. To have your family support when you have little ones that you really understand it takes the village in like, like just the numbers, you know, you need them, <laughs> you know, the numbers to help you with the little ones. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Um, so what would you say is kind of like the spark, I guess, that made you start? So once you had your baby, did you start just freelancing at that point? Like, how did you get kind of grown? Like, you know, you've grown so much and done so many, such amazing things in Ottawa. You know, how did you, how did you start in Ottawa? Talk a little bit about that. Mm-hmm, definitely. So in Ottawa, yes, when when I was uh, on when I when I was on mat leave, <laughs> I um, I I thought, okay, this is the time to kind of focus a little bit. Not that I had lots of extra time, but my mom would come, you know, spend a few a few months with us. So I really I really decided, okay, this is my time to to do freelance, and I wanted to do it seriously. Like I did, I'm always that kind of person. I go deep. Like I'm never shallow like I I do like if I get ambitious if I have something in my mind that's it I'm going for it so I think like the initial spark to get into makeup obviously with that that aptitude test that I, that I took which is hilarious and then having my daughter and just thinking like I would just want a little bit more flexibility I want to be in control of my own life I didn't want to have an employer to tell me you know what to yeah. do uh, so I think just the circumstances of my life I decided okay I, I, I wanted to do this and I, uh, I started going to like lots of networking events and, uh, I think we also probably met at Tuesdays together. This is one of the, yeah. like the rising tide society, right? Tuesdays together that, yeah. uh, that's still happening. So I, I went to like place things like that. I, I led a few fashion shows and I tried to just like, uh, meet as many people as possible and did a few creative shoots. Uh, also was great to uh, creating connections and also getting my own portfolio up, of course, yeah. beefed up with like beautiful images because before that, even though I had lots of experience, I didn't do a lot of freelance. So my portfolio wasn't that, you know, it wasn't that exciting. It wasn't a vast portfolio for sure. And then what I did, I hired a communication strategist, like a, a PR person, as well as a website uh, team, like a website builder. So, and that's when kind of really the the um, the foundation work for my business started because I, I first of all I really enjoyed working with my communication strategist uh, Sam. She is super talented. Like her gift is really to see what is what's your unique gift you have to offer to other people and to really expand on it. And so I really got an understanding of where, like how to, where my business is going, what's the mission, what's the vision for my business. Um, And then creating the website together with her. So it reflects kind of my brand and all of that. I really love that work. I really enjoyed it. And uh, so, so after, after I created like the website was on and I kind of was moving a little bit more purposefully. Yeah. 
follow my path, then what started to happen, like I tried, first I tried to do it all because when I moved to Ottawa, I thought, okay, it's the capital. I'm going to be doing fashion makeup. I'm going to be doing commercial gigs, you know, maybe a movie and bridal. And it was kind of hard to get the commercial and the fashion. Well, we know why fashion was hard. There's really not much happening here, <laughs> yeah. like fashion shoots and things like that. No, it's only like free there's basically yeah, nothing, uh, nothing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and commercial was a little bit clicky in the way that I find that I found that a lot of commercial photographers, they had their makeup artists they go to and they kind of worked in pairs like this together. So, but then bridal started to come very easily. Like that kind of one, uh, one type of client that would just come streaming all the time. And I think mostly it was due to the fact that my makeup style is very much that bridal, like just enhancing the natural beauty, let her, let the, let the woman shine, just bring out her features, enhancing, making her look the best version of herself. Yeah. That's like, that's what I love. That's what I go crazy about. And for me, it's all about, yeah, looking at the face and like, what is the beauty where the beautiful features that I can bring forward even more. And, uh, and I think obviously people picked up on that and kind of, that's what people start to come to me more and more and more and more. And then, and then I was like, why am I struggling to try and chase those things like commercial and fashion when this is coming like so easily? So I basically dropped the other two. I still do a little bit commercial, very little fashion, but I start focusing on bridal and bridal started developing and developing to the point where I was like, okay, I need, I'm getting really booked up. I need some people. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny, like if you would tell me just I don't know, like a couple of years ago before I started, um, um, bringing artists on my team that I'll have people responsible for. I'll be just like, I, would, I never wanted to manage people, but I think this is like the best type of management because they're subcontractors. They're still very much their own people. You know, they also do their own freelance work. Yeah. So I had like two girls at first and we did really, really well. And then the next year, I think I had four artists and now I have five artists. So I've had a team for the last three years since, 2017 I guess yeah since 2017. Oh. no I think the team maybe even started a little bit earlier but anyway and I was very lucky in terms of the people that I found um also it's also random how you just meet people like my, the uh, one of the artist list she's an eco makeup artist and and then I which gave me a an idea like I was always in, very interested in holistic lifestyle and wellness and healthy living and I've already, like, the girls, when I worked at Mac, they were teasing me, like, you're a hippie that works at Mac, like, with all my, <laughs> my lifestyle preferences. Uh, and then I met a, a professional makeup artist who was doing well, just being an eco makeup artist. I was like, wow, that's possible. Okay, great. So right now I'm working on expanding my eco kit and really focusing on offering more because I do believe this is the future in the yeah. makeup world as people start to get more educated about yeah. all the all the crap stuff that goes into conventional makeup anyway so so yeah so I you know like I participated in a few wedding shows to promote myself along the way I've kind of I feel like I tried it all I did it all like the creative shoots and this and this and that and then and and now here I am and I won a few awards which was really nice to kind of get that recognition from like Ottawa wedding awards as um, the first one was I think in 2017 as the best makeup artist of of a people's choice and the second was the platinum award where it's like the panel of the pro um uh wedding vendors choose you know um 
the the winner so got that one in 2018 so that was yeah that felt good to get that kind of acknowledgement that and and I always say like it does it it does that award doesn't mean to me that I'm the best makeup artist in Ottawa all it all it is it's like acknowledging that I've done well you know and that people and people seek me out and my skills are recognized that's all which is really good really nice so um that's awesome. I know I, I can remember actually you winning that award because um, we had just <laughs> met like not that long ago. Um, right. And so for you to then like, you know, go up and win an award, I was like, oh my gosh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so honored. I remember, I remember just being like, wow, this is amazing. I like, I know her, right? So <laughs> um, it was awesome. Um, but, you know, have you had any kind of, you know, challenges or pivots? Like I know, like I know for in my business, same kind of thing like I you know once I had a baby or had the twins like I really had to consider you know growing my team and I know you've grown your team for a while now um Mm -hmm. was that like by choice or was that just uh how did that kind of happen like you know maybe talk a little bit about some challenges or pivots that you've made um to in your business it doesn't have to be about Mm -hmm. the team but you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) definitely well I, I made a choice to stay at home with my kids um until they're about three years old. Like I've, I was meaning I didn't, didn't go to daycare or anything like that. So my six year old, I only put her in daycare when she was about three and a half and my two and a half year old is still at home with me. And even though my mom helps out, but she also is working and my husband is working and I'm working. So it's always like a juggle of, um, of things. So I could never do this full time. I, I haven't had a chance yet to work on my business full time. Wow. Uh, yeah, I know <laughs> I keep saying to myself, just a couple of years, Clara, be patient because I have so many ideas and I just, I literally, I'm, I'm ready to go rearing and I have to stop myself and slow down. I was like, just slow down because it is really important for me to spend the time with the family and with my kids and give them the, the most that I can right now when they're little. So that was definitely a challenge, like trying to balance, like having the kid at home and constantly juggling. It's, I feel like I'm always in a rush to get home. doesn't matter where I am at the grocery store, at the, at the wedding, doing makeup. Uh, wherever I am, I'm just like, as soon as I'm done, okay, peace out. I'm out of here. I have to get back home because it's my husband is waiting to like, so that I can take over with the kids or whichever case may be. It's always like, yeah, I got to get back with the family. So that's definitely a challenge. And the way for me, what I've realized early on, thankfully in business is that whatever you don't have time to do, you can do outsource, 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 baby. (laughs) So that's what, uh, you know, I hired an admin assistant so that uh, she can help me with emails, with the email flow and organizing things because I'm also like, I'm more into like a visionary and I can keep, and I can create systems, but I'm not really good at following my own systems. So I need a person who's like really organized and will follow the system, you know, so keeping track of all the clients and, and all of that. So I hired an admin for that and creating contracts and like the things that I didn't want to spend time on as a creating contract. Like I don't want, you know, if somebody can do it, great. It's, it's not a valuable time, you know, spending for me at all. Uh, so, th- so that, uh, and then, and then having a team when I've realized, yeah, I can't do it all. I can't take all those weddings, but I also don't want to lose momentum you know, yeah. because it's all about word of mouth. The more people I'd be able to, to do makeup for the more they'll tell you know, to, to their friends and family. Yeah. So that's, that was nothing that I, um, yeah, that prompted me to kind of get my artist. And in terms of working with, uh, with my team, 
Uh, yeah, no, I don't think I had any challenges. It's uh, the, everybody is everybody is a grown up. Everybody is great, and I'm usually a pretty good judge of the character. And in our industry, it's almost expected that some of the makeup artists are a little bit, you know, not serious or flaky, whatever you want to call it. But I think it comes because uh, when people when those artists are have a full-time job and then they do makeup artistry maybe on the side and they don't take it as seriously but the girls they have like i met them all personally before obviously i handpicked all of them because of their makeup style yeah and we i could see right away like they mean they they are committed they are serious they're reliable apart from the fact that obviously you know um talented and just pleasant to be around because all of this really matters for for in our industry mm-hmm. Um, so how do you, I'm curious, how mm -hmm. do you, um, like, how do you work that with a, with a bride? So if somebody comes to you and they're like, Oh, I I saw your work. I'd love to work with you. You know, I'm getting married on, I don't know, let's say August 29th. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That seemed to be like the biggest, busiest day, the biggest, (laughs) busiest day. Um, so, you know, if you're booked, do you just say like, you know, like, um, you know, I'm not available or how do you, how do you deal with that? How do you manage your team in that way? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a little bit tricky because sometimes people, they are just attached to the idea that they want me as a makeup artist because they saw so much of my work, like on Instagram. Uh, so I kind of, I started taking steps towards diversifying so that people can see it's not just me. And I think going forward, I'm going to focus on the team, uh, like Clava Z team more than Clava Z myself um but i put first of all uh my team members on my website right with a little bit of write-up about their bio and their experience so that people know that i'm not just like hiring some random subcontractor that they are like legit that i have already worked with them that they actually on my website and i also once in a while post their work on instagram i should do it more uh, but generally I say like, yes, I'm not available, but I have like, you know, a team of artists that I handpicked by me. Um, and I, I really give people, a like a, a chance to look through all the portfolios because I feel like then people are starting to get a little bit, it's just when it's too much choice and people start to get overwhelmed. Yeah. And from what the bride will tell me about her. I have quite an extensive questionnaire for when somebody inquires with me. Okay. So with the, once I get the feeling for the one, then I know which of my artists are the best for them. And so I'll just let them know, like, I'm not available, but Liz would love to do your makeup. You know, I think you'll have fun with her. This yeah. is her makeup style and all of that. And I'll, I would say like 80%, 70, 80, 70% of the time people are like, yeah, okay. And then, then there's another like 20% and be like, um, who else do you have? You know, can I, oh, can I see her portfolio? I was like, yeah, of course, no problem. Like I'll yeah. give them the link to the portfolio. And then there's 10% like, no, I just wanted you, you know, <laughs> I was like, I, like, I'm flattered and I wish I could, but, um, you yeah. know. When I can't, I can't. <laughs> I can't be everywhere, no. right? No, no, um, exactly. Yeah, we've kind of fallen in the same thing where we've tried to grow our team. And, you know, especially with, with the current climate with, you know, COVID, it's it's definitely difficult because we're having to move around so many dates and, mm. um, you know, contracts that we've already kind of committed to. So it's like, how do we how do we still manage that and things like that? So I, I do know that it's challenging, especially when people really want you and you have to say to them, like, I'm sorry, like, I, I can't, you know, so mm-hmm. it's either that mm-hmm. or you pick a different day, you know, because it just, you know, I'm already 
stuck. Right. So, um, I know it's been really hard for some people and I appreciate them being so open and understanding, but it's, it's hard for me too, you know, cause I want to be there. I'm sure you're the same, you know, like you want to be as much places as you can. Right. Um, and oh my help God, everyone. Of course. but you know, at the same time, like, again, same thing. We, we handpick the people that work with us and if mm-hmm. I wouldn't send them, if I didn't trust them. Right. Well, so. that's, that's just it. That's a, it's that our clients will have to trust us that we made the right choice for our team artists, you know? Yeah. Uh, um, and also with you as a, as a photographer, I think, uh, couples are more invested in, and figuring out who the photographer will be because you're such a big part, obviously, of their day. With the makeup, it could be a little bit simpler. For some girls, makeup is really important. And sometimes we're booked at the same time as the, as the photographer. So I'm like, wow, really? Because usually, you know, the first couple vendors that are booked is like photographer, venue, maybe florals or decor. Those are yeah. three. And then the rest kind of comes later. So for some people, makeup is like an afterthought. So they're just like, oh, I don't care who you have. Like if you have somebody available <laughs> for me, I'll take it. Whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah, uh, they book but, you like a month before their wedding or something. Yes. You know? I was like, who are you crazy people? We are like fully booked. Well, there are still some dates available, but it's like a lot of the times it is like, wow, like you're really uh, yeah. pushing it a little bit, but that's okay. Yeah. I mean, hey, I'll still, you know, I'll still work with you, right? If you're getting married in a month and I'm available, like, all right, let's go. You know? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's harder, right? It is harder, especially if they mm-hmm. have like a popular day. Like, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but, uh, is there any kind of highlights? I know we've kind of chatted a little bit about your highlights in terms of, you know, winning awards and your travel. Mm -hmm. Um, and is there anything that kind of stands out that we maybe perhaps didn't talk about that's really been, you know, something that stood out that's really made a difference in your business? I think for me, um, Actually, like, and I did mention that already, but working with my uh, communication strategist, like, honestly, it made such a big difference for me. And first of all, learning how it all works, learning about branding from her, learning about, you know, marketing and how to how to present yourself and and social media and all of that and how important the message that you send as a brand. That was that was huge for me. And plus, when did you do that? Yeah, I did that. Let me just think about this. 20, 2015 to 2016. Okay. Yeah, we worked together for about a year. Just kind of, uh, it wasn't a very intense, like we would check in once a month and see how things are going. Like the first month we kind of worked obviously more intense. And then when she created her vision for me and her strategy, then we would check in once a month and she became actually like one of my best friends because she's just an amazing individual Aww. and uh, we love laughing together. Um, so yeah, so that was a huge highlight for me just as an experience from an experience point of view, because she's so lovely and from learning so much and how much it helped my business. That was huge. Yeah. When winning an award for sure. And just a few, a few of those like acknowledgement situations when I was, uh, when I just started my freelance to, um, uh, a rep of Burberry, Burberry makeup approached me to, uh, to be a makeup artist for Burberry because they were opening at, uh, Nordstrom. And I was like, you know, like, honestly, uh, I'm just going to focus on my freelance business. I don't think I'll have the opportunity. And she said, you know, like, I would love to have you on the team, whatever you can do. If you, if you want to do 10, 10 hours a week, great. If you want to do 40 hours a week in the slow time, you can do that too. I'll yeah. take you however I can take you, you know? And I was like, <laughs> 
wow, that, that just felt so like nice in the way that people, yeah, again, just acknowledging like my skills and the level of commitment that I put in my job that I'm, I was really like always serious and reliable in that way too. So, so that was great. Um, otherwise highlights, honestly, it's cheesy to say that, but I like it pretty much every wedding like at night when i get ready for the wedding it's like i'm giggling I'm like okay washing my brushes getting ready tomorrow's gonna be a great day it's gonna be fun meeting all the girls you know it's just it's fun and so i think the, the the general highlight is just like the fun aspect of my job and how much i enjoy doing it and how much like i'm so lucky to just to be able to do something that i love so much and have fun while doing that yeah i feel like our community is um like it's it's so interesting you know it's such a small like it, it seems big but it, it's quite small mm-hmm. um everybody knows everyone um and you know there's some really amazing people doing some amazing things in there um and mm-hmm. it's just so nice when you have people that you can just like reach out to and just be like hey you know what I'm doing this and people are like whoa like your biggest mm-hmm. cheerleaders and I I love that you know like I think that's probably you know, why I loved like the wedding awards so much. It was just like, wow, mm-hmm. everyone's so happy for everyone. And, yes. you know, it's just like, it's such a, you know, it's, it's not even like you said about winning the awards. It's just about that community and having that kind of feeling like you are working for someone, but you're doing it all for yourself, not making mm-hmm. money for other people all the time. Right. Yes. So, yes, exactly. Because exactly. um, I mean, we all know what that's like, right? Working for someone else, it, like there's pros and cons, right? Like we don't have all the risk when you're mm-hmm. just, you know, you can just yep. shut off and leave, but um, it doesn't come with all the rewards as well. So I think- No, uh, definitely. You know, I think uh, one of the things that I miss the most, like that was one of the things I miss the most, yes, about like working for somebody is that when you're done work, you're done. You're not bringing it home with you. Because yeah. I laugh when people say like, oh, like you're an entrepreneur, you're on your own business. That means you can make your own schedule. I was like, kind of, but also it's in my head 24 hours, you know, like I'm constantly, not that I'm like, I'm consciously choosing to think about it. I'm actually trying to consciously choose not to yeah. be focused on it all the time, <laughs> yeah. um, but you are, you are thinking about it a lot. Yeah. And like, especially right now, like I've actually gotten to a point where I had to like delete my email app on my phone. You know, it's just like, I can't (laughs) deal with email sometimes. Um, And uh, you know, like that's a, it's hard because you can't, right? Like you're always thinking about it. When I go to bed, Mm -hmm. I think about it. When I'm eating lunch, I'm in the shower, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's always there. Um, And so, yeah, I think running a business, I love it. Like I, I couldn't work for anybody else. I'll be mm-hmm. like totally honest. I have, mm-hmm. and I couldn't do it. Yep. Um, but I, I love like it's, it's something that you can't really explain until you're in it. Right. Um, yeah. but I think that the hardest thing for us is just like wearing all the hats, right? Like doing all the things, mm-hmm. being the HR person, being the, you know what I mean? Um, the accountant and the marketing and the branding and the ops manager yeah. and the admin, yeah. like it's all of it. Yes. It's crazy. Yeah. And the strategist and things, and you can hire people as well, but mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's hard to like, and you're lucky you've connected with someone that really knows you, but sometimes it's hard Mm -hmm. to find people who really understand your business and know where you want to be and how you're going to get there. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think too, with our business, because it has so many ups and downs in terms of seasons and it's busy and then it's slow. And you know, when it's really busy, it's really busy. (laughs) Um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. So, um, do you have any tips that you would, you know, give others, um, that might be interested in starting a business similar to yours? Um, Mm -hmm. I know we haven't touched a lot about your education piece, but is there maybe something 
um, maybe something there. Uh, well, let's start with the tips um, that I would uh, um, I would give to people uh, to other people starting in this similar um, industry. And it's easy for me because I've I've done a few. Speaking of education, actually, I've done a few makeup classes at the uh, local um, Versailles Makeup Academy to the students there. And so part of it is doing a demo and showing them how the makeup is done. But part of it is also talking about the business. And so I always have to think about okay, so what am I? You know, what what would be the main takeaways for the girls when they're just starting? And first of all, I like. I always say like, don't try to chase it all. Find what you're good at and hone that. You know, hone that and own it because people will come to you for what you're really good at and what you love doing. Because when you try to do everything, like when I was doing the fashion and the commercial and the bridal, um, then you're spreading yourself thin and you're not giving yourself an opportunity to really, unless you're super, super creative and you're like really fired up about all of those avenues and you can manage it, then great. Then that's your, you know, that's your strength. But generally, like find what you're good at and really work with it because like I said, clients will come to you for that. And then for makeup artists and anybody, I think in wedding industry, it's really important to invest money and time into building a beautiful portfolio because it, it's like your business card, but even better. So whether it's a website, website will always look more professional than Instagram, even though these days Instagram pretty much is your portfolio. You know, so many people find me on Instagram when I always ask like when, you know, where, where did you find us? So yeah, beautiful portfolio and you know, whatever you got to do for it, creative photo shoots, but also make sure that those are professional pictures, not like just phone snapped pictures. It's yeah. going to make such a big difference. So working in your portfolio, outsource what you're not good at and what you don't want to do if you have the opportunity, because then you can spend money or you can spend your time, which is money. Yeah. Time is luxury. Uh, then you can spend your time doing what you're good at and developing your business, you know, and if there's like accounting that you're not that great at or like admin or anything else that you can like that really you're spending too much time on it because you're not good at it because you're not enjoying it, just outsource it. So that again, you can focus on what's really important yeah. for your business. Um, and another one that's kind of applies for everybody, but I think just being nice and professional with everybody because this, prof this is a word of mouth industry and you'll get referrals. And if it's, it's like, it doesn't matter and being nice, like not to just clients, but to vendors and everybody you kind of meet along the way. Because even if you're like the greatest makeup artist, but if you are an asshole about it, people will remember how you made them feel yeah. more than how beautiful you made them look. <laughs> you know, that's how I think. So, so yeah, so just uh, be humble, be, uh, be, be nice. It doesn't mean, like to me being nice, it's, it doesn't mean saying yes to everything and just kind of putting your own, persona down it's not about that it's just being polite and courteous and friendly and all of those things and thoughtful yeah which i don't think i've ever seen you not kind or polite <laughs> or nice you are Thank always you. so kind and sweet so um yeah i've Thanks, yet to see me. i've yet to see you you know um be mean maybe maybe <laughs> other people along with me so um, i'm a nice i'm a nice type of scorpio which is quite amazing because i'm a scorpio by zodiac sign i don't know if you believe in that but i'm very much into those kind of things all three of my uh, kids are scorpios so oh my god are you serious well good luck <laughs> I know. you're gonna have a lot of deep conversations i can tell you that when they're older it's good, um it's good. but uh what i was gonna say about being nice there was something hmm. <laughs> 
in the room. Oh yeah, I do have a temper on me. And you know, people, it's always like people the closest to you that will experience that. Uh, but at My the husband. same time, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mine too. Uh, uh, but uh, it's still to me, like I just, I remember, and I don't know, maybe it's because my like fighting or saying something mean that like you'll regret later. I was always very mindful about mm-hmm. always. Like even when I was young, I was like, this is just, just like understanding where the other person is coming from. Mm, yeah. I feel like you almost have to be though in business, you know, like I, I find myself very careful about what I write, even in emails or texts or things like that. You know, like I have such a fear of, of people like (laughs) sharing it everywhere. Um, So if I have to have like a difficult conversation, it'll almost always be by phone because I want Mm -hmm. people to hear, you know, how much of a human I am. Right. Like I know this isn't not, ideal but I want to make sure that you understand like where I'm coming from and that I can have a conversation and um because I find that that's the hardest part is the uh yeah is is like trying to especially with right now what we're dealing with I was just gonna (laughs) say that right now there's a lot of difficult conversations that are happening with clients for sure Um, and I like that idea of uh giving them a call and talking personally because you can misunderstand the tone in the message or in the email so easily because it all depends on how you perceive it. It doesn't matter how that person intended it yeah. all. Like you, you'll look at everything from your own reality, from your own perspective. Right. So yeah. And from your own insecurities and things yeah, like that. Right? Exactly. Like all of a sudden it's like, Oh, do they hate me? Like, what did I do wrong? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, am I a bad person? But it's like, no, they're, they're just like, that's just the way they write. <laughs> and it's yeah. just, you know, unfortunately yeah. comes across mean no matter how nice you say it. Right. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I find, you know, I'm always like very kind and sweet, um, you know, through email. And then I always Mm -hmm. will, you know, deliver the bad news on the phone if I can (laughs) or in person, you know, uh, because I think then people can see the, the true feelings behind it. Right. Mm -hmm. And the tone and that kind of stuff. So definitely. Um, so I'm going to ask you if there's any kind of tools that you use, um, you know, any tips in terms of that make your life easier in your business, uh, whether they be physical tools or, um, you know, online tools that you use that you would like to share with us. Um, I was thinking about that. Like, I'm not really a big techie person. Like I know some of, uh, there's a lot of, um, entrepreneurs there that would just like use so many different apps for this and for that and I'm really good at starting it but then I'm like I said like I'm not very good at following up so I'll like start and then forget about it but there's a few things like for my Instagram because I try to be more or less consistent on Instagram apart from those times when I travel (laughs) (laughs) yeah and she disappears and I just want to live through her (laughs) and I'm just like no I don't want to do any social media because then I'll get sucked into it uh, so later, I use later for scheduling and I, I, I love it because you can see the grid really well, how everything pairs down, pairs yeah. together. Um, so I like that, use that. And then with my team, I use Slack for messaging, uh, which is, I find very efficient rather than like text, which is too personal maybe sometimes. Ooh, techie if you use Slack. I think yeah, okay. Techie. Well, good. <laughs> I only just heard about Slack not that long ago, so. Well, because you didn't have a team before. That's yeah. why. Yeah. Because you didn't really need it until, yeah, you have more people to, you need to figure out all your works, uh, communications. And right now switching to Dubsado, which I'm seeing like a big potential and really, 
um, making my life easier in so many ways, automizing a lot of my workflows and how I deal, how I answer my clients and all of that and not having to like work on my contracts because it's like automatically puts in numbers magic. I'm excited about using Dubstado. I don't know if you use any of like a honey book or the yeah. honey book. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, I like, I went back and forth between the two trying to figure it out, but I'm just like literally in the middle of setting it up. Okay. I haven't used it yet really properly. And it's quite a hurdle to like set it up. There's so much information you need to put in there and you have to check and recheck everything so many times. And it didn't help. Like I just set it up. I put all the information and then I was like, okay, now it's actually time to put in my, to change my tw- uh, prices to 2021. So now I have to change every proposal, every form and all of that. I was like, ah! Why did I do this? Why did I think about it earlier? Uh, so that, uh, so Dubsado, we're really looking forward to it. And then other than that, um, well, that's not a tool. It's my, it's a person. My personal assistant definitely helps me in my business to okay. organize the calendar for my artists and make sure that things don't slip through the cracks with my clients. Uh, and the other thing is just honestly yoga yoga. It, that was that like, it always centers me. It brings me back to like normal and refocuses me and gives me the charge and, and I don't want to sound like I'm this like yogini who does yoga every day for an hour. I don't have that luxury. Like if, if I get a 10 minute stretch in the morning and maybe one hour class a week, that's like, honestly, that's all I can manage right now. But whenever do it I do with it, the kids around or like, how does that work? Oh man. <laughs> so yes, with the kids, which means that the two and a half year old in one minute, she's a monkey on my back. You know, she's like, literally she's climbing all over me and like hanging off of when I'm trying to do something. I want to so see in a story sometime. I want to see it. <laughs> should I should post? Oh my God. Yeah. It's actually hilarious to watch. So what I do now to try to kind of try and engage my kids and I also want them to get into the habit of this mindful practice for themselves as well, because it's just so valuable, especially when you're a kid, like learning to kind of channel your energy a little bit. Um, I, I try to come up with like kid friendly uh, variations of yoga. So I'll be like, okay, so with the trees and the wind, and we're going to be swaying this way and that way. Well, and we'll have to check out YouTube kids yoga. There's tons on there and they make like weird animals and stuff, but they like it. So the twins do it and everything. So, Oh really? Yeah. We do. We do. There was a cosmic kids yoga. I don't yeah. know if you've seen yeah. that one. So we've done that, but I find like it's grateful when I want them uh, entertained and kind of, and, and do the movement. Cause it obviously the movement is great. But one thing it is lacking is a mindful approach. Like when you're like kind of listening to your body. So I try to do at least like five minutes of that with kids just for them to be not looking on the screen, but actually like thinking, well, I don't know what they're thinking, but <laughs> that's my hope. <laughs> they're just like, ah, okay, ooh, ooh, that sounds cool. We'll do that. And then in two minutes, they're like lost their interest and, and went on to do their own activities. I was like, oh, great. I have five minutes to finish my stretch. Amazing. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so we're going to wrap things up here. Um, but before we go, is there anything else that, you know, you'd love to share with us that perhaps we didn't cover today? Um, you know, I feel like I've learned so much from you already. Um, but yeah, is there anything else that you'd like to chat about before we, before we sign off? Um, I don't, yeah, I don't know. We like, we talked a little bit about education and that's like another part of them really, really passionate about educating women. And for me, it's also about showing the women that they don't have to 
they don't have to own 30 or 50 makeup items. Like for me, it's all about, I cater more towards women who just want effortless, easy, something that they can just put on and feel good about, like have, have that confidence if, they, if that's, you know, what they're getting from the makeup, but not feel overwhelmed by it, but actually enjoy doing it because there's so many YouTube tutorials where you look at and it's just I was like oh my god she has like 50 products out and how how is it realistic yeah it's it great her like 35 minutes to do it you know? yeah yeah and we don't have time for that of course uh, a, a lot of the audience there's like younger audience who do have the time like when I worked at Mac it took it would take me 40 minutes just to do my makeup because I was having fun with it and like trying all kinds of crazy stuff yeah but now I really, yeah, I, I really like, again, like I found my niche and like what I like to educate about. And, and that's my thing, like effortless, like natural kind of soft makeup uh, that won't take you a long time. That's not going to feel intimidating or overwhelming and simple, easy, easy, breezy, beautiful, but I can't use that <laughs> phrase. So I say effortless. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I would love to see more education from you, especially since you're so good at it. And, um, you know, you offer some, like I said, you offer stuff that's relatable as a mom and um, stuff that's really good for the environment and for my skin, which has really been awesome. So I appreciate you all, you know, taking the time. But yeah, I want to see some stories of you doing yoga with the kids. That would be awesome. <laughs> okay, that's a great idea. I'll, I'll get my husband on that. <laughs> um, so how can people find you or follow you? Um, you know, I, I'll put it all in the show notes as well but you know if they how they can find you that would be awesome oh sure mostly i focus on my uh, instagram these days i tried to do facebook before but i was like i can't do two social media platforms one is work enough so i so but now i do have two accounts so one is uh clavas.makeup which was the focus is the bridal makeup and my team and everything and i just recently when i was on vacation in mexico started another account which is naturally.clavas uh and that's going to be focusing more. It's going to be a little bit more personal and it's going to have a little bit more of a holistic approach to uh, conscious living in general. So it's about eco-beauty and um, positive parenting and uh, slow living and like all of these kind of things that I'm passionate. And I'm also learning and kind of that's my journey right now that learning about all those things. So I want to share that with people. So it's that and on Instagram. And also if you want to take a look at my work, there's the website, my, my business card on the internet. It's uh, www.clavazaykova.ca. Awesome. <laughs> I was like, that's yeah.com. No, that's yeah, you're right. <laughs> that's okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on here and sharing your story. And uh, we hope to have you back soon, especially once things get back to normal, <laughs> whatever mm -hmm. that looks like. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for this very positive distraction from what's happening with the, with the lockdown 2020 right now. Yeah. It's uh, so thank and I really appreciate you thinking about me. So it's great, and I'm going to be looking forward to your podcast. Yes. It sounds like you're going to have a lot of exciting and interesting information to share. So let's go. I'm over here about to do a happy dance because you just finished another episode of my podcast, Path to Business, where we get to hear amazing stories of how wonderful people got started, and hopefully one day we'll be able to share yours too. If you want more info, head on over to our show notes page 
where you'll find all the latest info about this episode and links to the guests on the show. You can also find the latest discount codes or freebies I've put together just for you. Also, I wanted to personally invite you to my private Facebook group where you can meet other like-minded entrepreneurs like yourself who are making waves in their business and want to help and inspire others to dream big. The links are waiting for you, so head on over to grayloftstudio.ca slash path to business.